you know, us sports moms have something to say. Yes, we do. We'll have a chance to interview across the board from athletes to the parents to the coaches to even the trainers. And we're not afraid to share our journey. We're not afraid to tell other moms what we went through in order to raise up a student athlete. So I believe that it's inspirational. Oh my goodness, what's up everybody? This is your girl Shannon from Can We Talk Sports. I'm here with my host. Hey you guys, it's Karen. Hey, what's up? Oh my gosh, I'm pretty excited. I'm, you know, yeah, you, we know you're excited. Okay, listen, ready? You ready, Karen? Bring out yeah. your pom-poms, girl. Bring them out. Bring them out. Oh my God, and she brought the bell, y'all. The pom-poms and the bell. What? <laughs> We got a cheerleader in the building. You know what I'm saying? Got the pom-poms. She got the gear on. So you know what kind of show this is going to be today. Number one fan, baby. Number one fan. All right. So listen, I want to give a massive shout out to all the um, draft, the NFL draft guys this weekend. Great job. Um, A special shout out to Katrina's son. Congratulations going to the 49ers. I tell you what, it's been a crazy week, right? Yes, it has. It has been a crazy week because I had a reality check. I knew it was coming. I saw something. I saw something on TV that said that they're gonna have phases of of stores being open, and the second phase is the beautician, and that's May eighteenth. Well, my birthday is May 17th, so you mean oh, I'm going to be looking a, like this? She's having a crisis. She made a video. Y'all should have seen it, right? You should have seen her head. She is like really having a crisis about this situation, right? I mean, I've been in the house and I haven't combed my hair purposely because I'm like, okay, when my birthday comes, I'm going to be looking, you know, I'm going to get a cut and be looking good. And I'm like, 18. Oh, no, we're going to have to do something. I'm going to have to sneak to somebody's house because I got to get my hair done for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody just, uh, I don't even know what to say to that. She really is having a crisis about this situation. So we, listen, we need all the stores to open before her birthday because she needs her hair done. She needs to get to the salon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they need to feel bad for me. Okay, you and how many others? Right. I mean, I mean, they have golf is essential. Why don't they have beautician? You know what? I was kind of frustrated about that because I was like, golf is essential. And there was something else. I was like, and not getting your hair done or your, you know, at least going to the beauty supply store to get the stuff. That's not essential. Are you serious? I needed all husbands to start a revolution. My husband, said, my husband was like, I'm so glad you can do your own hair because we would be having a moment right now. I was cracking up. He go, they didn't even think about us husbands. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was funny. So, you know, it is what it is. But, um, okay. So now what else is we have going on is so much. This week is crazy because as of Friday, they're saying things are supposed to start opening. 
Uh, my daughter's excited because she's like, Mom, AA, you might be starting back up. So I don't know, but they're doing it in phases, right? Oh. They're doing it in phases. So yeah. I guess, listen, be careful. You know, that's all we can say is just be careful. But yeah, you got to get back out there. You got to enjoy life, right? I'm ready. I think I am ready. Oh my gosh. Do you have, have you been seeing some of the quotes? I mean, parents are so ready for these kids to go back to school. <laughs> right. I'm one of them. <laughs> Listen, I'm one of them, y'all. I'm going to put a hazmat on my jokers and send them to school. For real. It's like, I'm about to go get a hazmat for real. Like, go to school, go to class. Right. I, I just, five minutes. I need five minutes. Right. Listen, I'll leave the house just to go to the store. Can I go? No. <laughs> I just need five minutes. Just five minutes. They'd be like, Mama, please don't. No. They'd be like, I ain't been out. Go around the block, ride a bike, do something. <laughs> you should see me. I'll be throwing them out the house. I'll be coming down and get out of the house. Go ride the bike. Do something. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'd be like, Mama, oh my gosh, I'm telling you. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so we are excited. Because we have DeSoto in the building for this show. Where I know it may not be the correct green, but I am wearing my green. Right? Mm -hmm. So for all you guys have been watching our show, you know Karen is like a die-hard, to-the-core, bleeding green DeSoto fan. So you've, you've seen football helmets. You've seen pom-poms on the show. You've seen it all. Anytime you mention DeSoto, she lights up, hands go up in the air. We got Aisha DeSoto. We, I mean, we got DeSoto in the building. I'm the only Kawasaka's one. Kawasaka's DeSoto. Kawasaka's DeSoto. I'm over here in McKinney North. I try. I still love you. I'm supportive. Got my daughter there. We McKinney <laughs> North. We gonna ride out this championship this year, right? Okay. No, DeSoto. You guys are 6A. We're 5A. Oh, okay. You can have it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You you can have it. But anyway, <laughs> so we get ready to get right into the show. We have Coach Mathis of the DeSoto Eagles coming to the show. So stay tuned. He's coming right after this. Hey, Coach. How are you? Oh, Lord. Let me let her do her DeSoto introduction right now. DeSoto! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, let me get my hands up now because, I, you know, I'm, I'm a part of DeSoto. You can playing right now, so I got to be a part of it. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. All we have been hearing about is DeSoto. I'm telling you, Karen, go live from DeSoto. Oh, football season, she was live at everything. I'm telling you, y'all got a number one cheerleader over here. For real, for real. So she was like, we miss her. She called me this week. We're gonna have Coach Ma um, Max on the show. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, she got excited, lit up. I think she forgot <laughs> she needed her hair done. I did. It, it didn't even matter. It didn't even it didn't matter. It didn't even matter. That's why I put this. I knew I was gonna wear this hat. Oh, this is going to be an interesting show. All right, so let's jump right in. So we got a game this um, on this show. We're going to start doing different things like that. And so my first question is, is like, what is the game called, Karen? It's, it's called Would You Rather. Would You Rather. 
All right. So the first question for you, coach. Okay. Would you rather have a slight lift or be cockeyed? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I take the lift. I take the lift. That's what I said too. I started thinking, I said cockeyed. I was like, okay, one eye gets stuck this way and somebody looking at you. Now I do the list. I do the list. All right, Karen, what's your question? I got one. Would you rather be four feet tall or 10 feet tall? Ooh, we, uh, mm, let's go, uh, let's go 10. Cause that'd be making too far. Let's go 10. I'll take 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. That'd be All making right. too, and Joe's too much for me. Now nah, I'll take the 10. <laughs> All right. Would you be rather, would you rather be forced to watch my little pony for 24 hours? Or have a theme song stuck in your head the rest of your life. My Little Pony. Me. <laughs> okay. My My Little Pony. All right, all right. And you got another one? One more. Would you rather be the president or be a Pokemon trainer? President of the United Yeah, president. Yeah, yeah, president. Oh, jeez. You know how much I hate no not president right I, I, now. I'd be Pokemon trainer. Uh, I'd be Pokemon trainer. Let me tell you why I can see. Because see these folks be hating and see I, you know, my neck will get the rolling and be like, wait a minute, let me tell you something. I do Pokemon trainer, y'all. I'm good. Yeah. So all right, that was that was cool. Let's dig right in. Um Coach, tell us a little bit about DeSoto Egos. You are the head coach of the football team, and you guys have been killing it with the guys in the draft. Congratulations. Got some guys in the draft. So tell us a little bit about DeSoto. Yeah, I want to first uh, of all um, appreciate you guys for having me on the show. It's, it's awesome to always see Karen. Karen is one of our, our biggest fans is out, that is out there, and she is awesome. She is uh, DeSoto through and through. And um, kudos to our football players that's been drafted this, this year, as well as the years previously. Our alumni are great, but just really proud of those seven guys that have been drafted this year. Well, we ended the draft this year. We had about, I think it was two that got drafted and about three more that signed for agents and four more that signed for agent contracts. So I'm very proud of those guys. Uh, DeSoto has rich history. Uh, came here in 2008. Um, Guys, it's just it's just so many guys that we've we've put out through the system. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable, and they always come back and they always give back, and they're they're wonderful alumni that come back to us and always helping our kids out. So uh, we can't thank those guys enough. But uh, DeSoto football is, is rich in football, and it's, it's, it's a powerhouse powerhouse in the state of Texas, and we're going to continue to be a powerhouse in the state of Texas. Okay, so um, this COVID situation has is has been like something um what's the word i want to use just different right so as a coach with your guys how has this journey been you know what our kids have adjusted very well i have a great coaching staff and um you know we had a meeting to discuss it and you know all of our coaches right now are, are doing a great job in communicating with our kids and going over the office and defense and special teams for our kids so we've had to adjust. This has been a big adjustment, not just with us, but all over the world right now, but especially with the coaches too as well, because, you know, we can't see our kids every single day. And the thing about it is we're used to seeing our kids every single day. Uh, you really don't know a lot of them, what, some of them, what they're doing. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. You hope they're able to train um, inside and stay healthy and stay safe at the same time. 
but it's, it's difficult because we miss our kids. We love our kids and we're used to being around them and having fun with them. Also loving their pretty faces as well. And I always smile about that because they always get mad at coaching. You know, don't want to see a coach, but I think they all want to see coaches right now and, and to get out the house. But uh, this has been a shock all across. It's really been a shock on us for sure. I have a, co a question, Coach. How are you? How are you motivating continuously to motivate the players? Because you know they're kind of out. They're at their house, and, and you know you have to be disciplined as far as staying on your regimen and working out. You know how are you uh, reaching out to and trying to keep them focused and motivated in the sport? Well, our coaches, we we have our staff meetings um, throughout the week, and. Uh, we have uh, staff meetings talking about just that, communicating with our kids and making sure our kids don't forget about us, but making sure that we continue to have our relationship with our kids because relationships are very important. So in order for us to continue to motivate our kids, I think, you know, just us being here at DeSoto says enough because everybody wants to play. It's going to, it's going to, it's a, it's one of the, the powerhouse schools that's out there that's going to be able to put out a lot of guys into college and our kids, that's what our kids strive for. They strive to go to college. They are, uh, they want to play professional football one day, but at the same time, they want to come back and want to win a state championship. So I just think the district championship and the, and the state championship is also motivating our kids. And we talk about it all the time because that's what we want to win here. And that's what we always want to win here. So our kids get a motivation by that, but we also give words of encouragement. Uh, we're talking to our kids about, you know, what can they do to get better? How can they become a, a, a better young man, a, a better young man, especially when it comes on and off the field? But, uh, you know, we, we also give some encouraging motivational speech to our kids, too, as well. So they understand what it means to be a DeSoto Eagle football player. And they understand that sometimes we don't have to say a lot because the tradition has already been here. and They know about the tradition. So the foundation has been laid here and they, they know that they got to come back in shape, ready to go because they're fighting for spots right now. Uh, that is so let me have one more question here, Shannon, because that's so true. I, I think that what I loved about DeSoto when I came there is it wasn't just a team. You were building a program there. And I think that that is so important in, in all aspect of it is, you know, my computer went blank. But, you know, I one thing in building the team, I love how uh, when my son got a bad grade, I would get a call from the coach first before I can even check the grade system. <laughs> and so that's what I mean about building a team. They were right there. They held those kids accountable. And so they were role and you know they made the the team be role model to the school. I I I just I don't know. I just have this passion about the transformation in a in a community in a school if it comes through the football team, how those boys set the example and then the kids in the school see them and then the community and it just spilled out. Well, I, I can tell you one thing, Karen, it hasn't changed. That's what we're continuing to do. Um, our, our kids understand that, you know, they're role models. They're going to always continue role models. And we always want to represent the DE that's on the left chest. It's on the center of our chest. It doesn't matter what the DE is at. We're going to represent the school uh, in our DE because it's, it's, a, it's a pride and joy of this district. Uh, we're going to always continue to represent the school district with pride and it's not going to change. And communicating with parents has been, been his biggest issues before I got back here, and they talked about that. So we're going to continue to always communicate with the parents, let the parents know what's going on, especially with academically with our kids. Yeah. So my question to you, Coach, is this. We were talk, you were talking about keeping the kids encouraged. Um, yes. How are you prepared to handle the ones who um, are not working out? They, how, I mean, have you... Because when they come back, you're going to see the ones who really work and the ones who didn't. 
how are you okay. prepared to handle the ones who did not stay on track? Well, it's nothing going to change on that for us because sometimes we have some kids that come into fall camp that's not in shape or didn't do anything the whole time during the whole summer. So those kids will, will get in shape like everybody else get in shape. It's going to take time. Uh, they'll be a little slower behind the other kids just because, you know, they didn't come in the, in the camp in shape and everything. So we don't we don't punish those kids or anything like that, do them any other thing like that. But sometimes those kids stay after practice to do a little extra running on their part in order to catch up and get in shape and everything. But, no, it's, it's up to them. And, you know, we, this is not our first time having kids come into camp that's not in shape. And it won't be our last time having kids come into camp uh, uh, out of shape. So we just hope they're all being safe right now. That's the number one priority for us, that our kids are safe and they're doing the right thing right now in order to not uh, catch this uh, this deadly virus right now. So let me ask you, what as a recruiting process, how is that going? Because usually you guys would have had spring – spring camp mm. Um, mm. and then you didn't have that and then do, when are you going to be able to have your summer camp have they said no shannon that's a great question you asked me too no they have not said anything about it yet uh speculations been going on um when it comes to that right there uh the best thing i can say is the uil is going to make sure that everything is, is safe for us in order for us in our, our return I'm, I'm hoping july i'm keep on hearing july right now for sure but I hope it is July. But um, the, the point that you asked me about spring ball, that's that's huge right now because a lot of our kids wasn't able to show the recruiters what they have and what they can do because we didn't have spring ball. And, you know, we've done different things right now in order to try to prevent that right now in order to help our kids out to be looked at because recruiting is steady going on. I'm getting calls constantly throughout the week, throughout the day about recruiting. It's recruiting season actually right now. And our kids are not in spring ball right now. So we've done some things right now in order to help our kids out that it is really helping our kids being recruited right now. So are you sending them to the um, what's the video that everyone the huddle? Are you are you motivating them to look, get your huddle up and going, you know, to the best of your abilities so we can send that out or we can send the recruiters to your huddle? Because that's the film that they had from last season and this, you know, time's on. Are you guys doing anything like that? Yes, we use Huddle and Huddle has been a very great, has been a great tool for us in order for, in order to get our kids recruited. But, uh, you know, we our kids are not able to go out there and have practice video because we don't have any practice. So I've went to something that was called virtual combine right now. So we're using virtual combine. So now our kids are able to go outside if they choose to, to go work out and, shoot their video, them running, catching, any kind of drills that they want to do on the virtual combine. And we're able to send that virtual, upload that virtual combine on the computer and send that virtual combine out to different schools around the country. So that has really helped us out and helped our kids get recruited right now because we have some young kids and we have some older kids, that again, that have not been offered yet. So what they'll do, they'll go out there, they'll work out, we'll take a look at it, send it off to different colleges and different colleges are able to see those guys work out and show what they can do. Wow. That's good. That is yeah, good. I like that. Yeah, so really that is that is good because that's the first time I ever heard that. So that's that's good. You guys are doing that. So now we're realistically we're they're they're saying, and I, I guess I'm trying to figure out how you have had the prep talk and prepare your your coaches, even your athletes, that come winter it could be worse again. So by time school starts, they're saying that you know summer dies down, but come winter it can build back up. How have you prepared for that? 
Because if that if that's the case, that means your football season won't start. Is that right? Or it'll be interrupted. It'll be interrupted. And that's something that uh, we won't have any control over. It'll be um, the control of the UIL to make that decision right there. And as well as the, the governor of the state of Texas to make the decision right there. We're, we're just hoping to to start on time if that's possible. We've heard some different things about maybe not playing any preseason games, uh, but playing district games. There's so many speculations that there's so much speculation that's going out right now that we really don't know. I just know that they're going to put us in the best situation possible and they're going to keep our kids safe and from this deadly virus right now. And, you know, whatever it is, it is. Hopefully we can play football though soon, but we have a plan. We've talked to my staff about that, uh, about the summer so far. We have staff meetings every week and we, uh, we always discussing what can we do in order to, to kick this thing off. And I've really depended on my coaches uh, on this been talking to two in particular about this and we're going to have another meeting next week about it um, when it comes to me involving my whole staff about it. So we're starting to come up with a great game plan right now, me and a couple of other coaches, and we can present it to the whole staff next week. Wow, that's good. Staying on top of the game. Okay, DeSoto, you, I see y'all up there staying on top of the game. Look at Karen. We ain't oh, playing with y'all. She's going to pull up the pom pom again, Okay, so now let's let's transition. I know we've been talking about sports, but let's talk about the mental health side of things. Have you had athletes call and, and are like, Coach, I don't mentally, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this or um, me not playing football, what it's doing to them mentally. Have you guys had those calls pertaining to some of your athletes? Uh, you know what? Before I answer that question, um, we had some um, some young ladies to come in and speak to our kids about the mental aspect of football and life. And I thought it was wonderful, man. And we're going to have those young ladies come back and talk about our kids because, you know, mentally football and anything else in life can really get to you. You just don't have to be just football, but it can be other things in life that our kids are going through and they need somebody to talk to. So those young ladies came in and um, they asked our guys a a lot of questions. And there's some things that I found out about our kids that I didn't know that was very helpful to me as well as the other coaches uh, on my staff right now. But uh, that's a really good question right there because right now I know there's a there's a lot of people that want to get those kids out the house, house right now. <laughs> besides oh, the yeah. kids, there's some parents that want them out the house. But uh, we talk to our kids uh, at least three or four times a week, and, and that's no lie. Our coaches are having Zoom meetings with our kids. Um, haven't had anybody calling up and ask that or talk to us about that or say, Coach, I'm going crazy right in this house. I need to get out. What can I do? We have, some of them probably may have had the discussion, but they haven't told me about them. But it's up to us to have a great relationship with our kids. And I know that our coaches are in constantly contact with our kids and of trying to figure out how they're doing, what they're doing, are they working out, how's their mindset, how their family, how did they day go? I mean, anything. it's not just about football. It's about life. And right. I always tell our kids this. If, I, if you just learn football from me, I have failed you in life. It, it's not about just football with our guys and our coaching staff. I know our coaching staff do a great job with our kids and communicating with our kids and talking to our kids to make sure they understand it's not just about football. Okay. You got one quick, you got one, Karen? Uh, we got a surprise uh, visitor. Uh, no, not a visitor. Another mom that's want to pop in. There she is. Where's she at? <laughs> right there. Make oh, Miss Brown. Give me right here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, Coach. Hey, there. What's up, up y'all? Hey. <laughs> Look, she be over there busy. Look at you. I mean, you killing it with the mask game. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, she is killing it. 
I know. I have to, look, I have to come in with the the man with the plan over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you hear? Oh, oh she and um, I, I should. Can y'all see me? Yeah, okay, we can. We can see. see. Now we can. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So you got a question? Can she? Arisha. Oh, no. I'm good. I'm listening. Go oh. ahead. I'm going to chime in in a minute. Y'all keep going. She said, y'all keep going. Okay. So um, we were talking about the mental health and, and your, your um, coaches staying on top of things. So you guys are, what are you ranked in the state of Texas? Well, right now, the, the rankings haven't came out yet. Um, not at all yet. I probably perceive us ranked in the top 10 somewhere. It just depends on, you know, who, who votes and everything. But all the rankings and everything will probably come out later on this summer, most likely in, um, in June and in July. Sometimes um, the sports there come out with their rankings in the summertime, especially after they go around and see all the schools in spring training. But there's no school to see right now because we're not having spring ball right now. So we really don't know where we ranked that. I think we finished the season in the top 15, top 12, somewhere in there. But uh, it, 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 it'd be a little bit different this year, I think. Yeah, long, as long as you got Karen over there cheerleading and Narisha cheerleading, listen, they're going to make sure you get to number yeah, one. I'm here. Right. They're going to make sure you get to number one. So um, colleges, you guys, you've, you are producing. i seen the um, signing. Um, you guys are really putting out some guys. I mean, you, you, from what I've seen, it's a very solid program. Not only that, because the girls' basketball team, them girls was killing it this year. I was like, um, oh, there's some bad chicks on that team. <laughs> like, bad, what? Bad, bad chicks. So and girls. I mean, y'all was doing y'all thing. I was like, wow. So you guys are putting out um, a lot of athletes are going to college from, you know, not only just um, college, they're going to D1 colleges because I know like my son went to Jinx um, in 2012 and he was the actually only one that went to a D1. But you guys are putting out a lot of athletes going to D1 colleges. That's very impressive. How has that journey been? Well, that, that journey has, has been very good. We're blessed to, to say that because we've had some 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 wonderful teachers and some some wonderful administrators that have really put forth with our kids and, and, and dealing with our academics to make sure our academics stay high and our kids are able to, to graduate and able to go in and take the SAT and ACT and pass and, and, and pass the standardized testing so they can go to college. So I want to give kudos to our teachers and our administrators here at DeSoto for doing that. Uh, we've been very blessed over the years, and that's from 2008 when I first got here, and, and we've had that support ever since then. But we've put out, I think we ranked second or third in the nation since 2004 when it comes to putting out division one athletes and you know that 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 um that i'm sorry 2000 and uh yeah 2004 but that says a lot about our kids our parents our coaches and the administration team that we have here our principals done a magnificent job very blessed to have some some great principals but we're usually average anywhere right now from um used to average anywhere from from 10 to 12 10 to 15 division one athletes that we're putting out I think the biggest class we signed was 26 to 28 in one year when it comes to putting kids out at one time. But our, our kids do a great job. I just tell our kids, you know, it's not all about Division One. It's about going to get a degree. So if you can go right. get a degree at Division Two level, Division Three level, 
throw it out as a junior cop, there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you're getting your degree. So we're, we're just very fortunate that we've been able to put out a lot of kids throughout the uh, throughout my career. And I think this past year, I think we signed uh, 21 kids right now because uh, we had to finish up signing some kids late. But I think we're at 21 kids right now that we've signed this year. But it's wonderful, man. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to see a kid go play on and go get a degree. And we're going to continue to push them out here. You know, one thing that I want to highlight, you know, them getting the scholarship, but our boys or our kids are graduating college. Yeah, they are accomplishing it, and and I just that that just you know even though my son didn't, but I'm gonna support. I'm gonna celebrate other kids. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> even though my son didn't. Okay, no, that's very impressive. I like that. You Karen, you rarely see a kid from Soto that come home that has really received the football scholarship. They they finish, and I'm and I'm proud of our kids for doing that. You don't you don't really see a kid that really come home too often. Um, I mean, and they finish and they're and they're going on to go play at the next level. You don't see that from a, a bunch of schools around the state of Texas. But uh, I, I know that I know it happens. But the only thing I can do is brag on DeSoto and what we've accomplished yeah. and what we do. And that's what I'm that's what I'm going to do. So I'm I'm, I'm bragging on our kids. I'm glad you brought that up, Karen. Because um, the, the parents and and the and the kids they they do a great job and the, and the coaches do a great job. That it takes a village to raise a kid, and yeah. we have some great parents right there, like you, Karen, and, and all of you ladies that's on the screen right now that are continuing to push your kids and, and make sure that they are graduating. So kudos to you, ladies. Yeah. Okay. So Irisha, what's your statement? She I would. Statement. So yeah, my statement is because I came into Desoto almost around this time last year, and they just took my son in and. The thing that I did notice that I'm big on and that a lot of us, because we're sports moms, about your kid being disciplined. And I just think that um, Coach Mathis brought it, you know, he has discipline, those kids, no order. They know just in his presence, you know, what what they are to do and not do. And he's been a man of his word every from the day I first met him. People may have thought we knew each other years ago. I've known of him for years because we came from the other side. We're not going to give them any TV publicity, but they, he know, yeah, 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 the other side, yeah. So he just, you know, it's just been a blessing. I mean, they know, they care about the kid. You know, it's not about, oh, just winning, but they care about the kid. And when you mentioned mental, mental health, mental, you know, it, to me, a kid in high school that's going through it, they care. They don't feel like, oh, this is pouting. This is that. They find out and try to get to the root of what it is, try to help the kid and encourage it. And that's more important than anything because you can play a football game, run touchdowns you want. But if your mental health is not right, you know, that's not going to take the kid anywhere. You know, and like Karen, I can piggyback off of Karen speaking about grades and stuff. My kid had good grades coming over, but they stay, his GPA shot up big time, even coming over, you know, to DeSoto and the coaches like from Jump Street, some stuff they showed me, I never saw before as far as understanding the GPA, the sliding scale, the whole nine yards or how many points you need or where you need to stay focused at. So I just wanted to say that not only about the program with football, because everybody thinks it's all about football, but the football program played a big role in making sure my kid exceeded something he even expected, you know, grade-wise. And it, it came through the football program. So I wanted to just put that out there because that's just a blessing. And we're, we've been happy ever since we've been there. 
Well, you can tell that it's a very solid program. It's not even just football. It's all sports um, because I've, since yeah. I've known Karen, because mm-hmm. I'm not from here. Um, I've been here about four years now, me and my husband and the kids, but I come from Jinx and Jinx is a solid program, you know? And so, you know, a solid program when you see one. I mean, because it's a community thing. It's, you yeah. know, when we, when we were at Jinx, it wasn't just football. It was all different sports. The whole community was involved. I mean, you name it from, you know, the older adults to the younger adults. It was all community-based. And you could see that at DeSoto because when I was talking to Karen, um, you could see even when she goes out to interview in the games, everybody actually pulls together. And when she would go out and she go to the different businesses. And so it wasn't just... The school, you even see the businesses, the small businesses, everybody's getting a, to involved. So it's a solid program, I can truly say, just from um, meeting Karen and Irisha and Kawasaka and talking with them and seeing the different videos. So that makes a difference when you have a solid program that involves the community, not just one solid um, right. um, sport, you know, football. It's all sports. I mean, again, like I said, you guys as basketball girls was Jim Jokers was tearing everybody up. I was like, <laughs> and I mean, you know, so you have to be a solid program to to deliver solid athletes. And you know, and you're putting 21 athletes or 21 kids to to college, that says something about your program. It really well, does. So I, yeah. I really, it. I really do because yeah. you have Parents like Karen that they really worked very, very hard to to keep the tradition going, but nonstop to make sure our kids were were, were taken care of. You have Ms. Brown Aisha that that just that that's done a great job, and I'm glad she. I really appreciate you saying those kind words about us and my staff because, you know, um, we 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 love him. We love Jordan, and Jordan came over, and we we're all about family here. And I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to let you down, and I didn't want to let you down, and I don't want to fail him as well. So. Thank you for that, because that, that means a lot for us. I know that we're doing the right thing by doing that. And, um, you know, I didn't know you from Jinx. We played Jinx. And what's the what's the other powerhouse you have down in Oklahoma? Union. Jinx and Union. Union. Yeah. Both of them back, back years and very fortunate to beat those guys. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Cause, no, listen, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that was one of them years my son played. <laughs> And okay. Jinx thought they was like, uh, listen, you know, I love you, but I got the. I, mm. So Jinx and Union thought, you know, because in in Oklahoma, those are the rival gangs, Jinx and Union or Jinx and Broken Arrow. It's between the three who win state, but it's always between Jinx and Union. So they was like, oh, we go go to Texas and woo woo woo. They came back limping. I was like, mm. <laughs> yes, right? yeah, but yeah, y'all like limping. <laughs> It came back. Them jokers came back limping, boy. It was funny. So my son was like, "Man, we got our butts kicked." So you know, but it it taught them. It it took them to another level because it was like, you don't really know how good you are until you go on the outside and you play another team that's tougher than you. Because in your own state, you might be like the team. It's when you leave your state and go somewhere else, like they did, and came back limping. They was hurting, boy. It was funny. It was. Love going out, and we love going across the uh, the different states. We, we want to play the best that that's out there. It's not just yeah. in the state of Texas, but it's across the nation. We want to play the best that's out there. And when you have a, a great booster club the way we have, and you have parents like Karen that support you and are able to get our kids out there, as, as well as all the DeSoto family that we have here, it, it makes my job a lot easier. But our kids understand we um, we don't fear nobody. We protect our opponents, but we don't fear anybody. 
Yes, yes. But they better fear the you. <laughs> yeah, program. You know, I'm the 50 yard cheerleader, man. I know. I see you on the tape. Y'all be running up and down. I'll be like, Karen be yelling and her pom poms. I said, Oh my God, they have a good time. Karen, like, do not miss a game. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> the thing about it is, our kids support the other sports as well. I mean, we. I, I coach our boys. Yeah. I have I coach our boys track team. I mean, our, our girls are are wonderful in, in track. I think they have like seven state titles right now. Wow. Um, coach has done a great job in our girls basketball team. Andrea, she's done she's done awesome. She's a she's one of the, the best coaches out there in the state of Texas. She is the best to me in my eyes. And uh, you know they, they'll be back. I guarantee you they'll be back at the dance next year as well. But our boys basketball team, our our, our boys track team, girls track team. And you know all our other sports that that are here. Coach Walker's changed around the, the girls' softball team, and you know it, it's just one of those things where we're all supporting one another, we're all contributing. But I, I kudos to our athletic uh, department, but uh, kudos to all our athletes that uh, they play different sports here because they do a really great job and they take care of their business with their academics. That's the number one thing. That's good. You, you know, sometimes we get the um, you know sport you hear people that we're more than sports and we are more than sports but the sport that the sport football has shed in the light on DeSoto where everybody can see be shined upon so we are more than uh sports but that's the light that's being shown shown into DeSoto so you know sometimes you get you hear even our people you know, talk about being more, you know, we're more than sports. We are, but we're it's great. You know, sports is, yeah. a, you know, I always tell my son, listen, you know, before he went to the NFL, I was like, look, sports is a vehicle to get you where you're going. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, um, it's like, you know, how you can buy a new car and change cars, but right now this is the vehicle to get you there. And then eventually you'll buy another car and it'll get you to where you need to go. So Football for DeSoto, that's the vehicle to, to get people to, to, like you said, to shine the light, to, to let everybody know, hey, you know, you guys been sitting on us. You, you ain't been paying attention, right. but we're more than football. But football is what brings us all together. And now it's all the different sports because I saw even with the girls basketball, how people were coming together. So, like I said, it's a solid program that allows everybody to shine from academics everybody. to sports to, yes. the teachers, to the coaches to the, even band. To, the small business, to the band to the small businesses without them you know you guys going in and supporting them and and buying from them so we even without them so it's it's a big community program is what you can say and that's what we need more is community programs and the schools i think if we have more community programs that's what I loved about Jinx because Jinx was one of those community programs. Um, again, from all the businesses, you know, the teachers, all the teams. And so when you have a solid community program, it makes you stronger together as a family. Well, and you, you think, can see here big time. And I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. And I think that's what a lot of schools we miss is, is bringing every, that's why I like Friday night lights. It's like, Small community, you come together all the way across the board to support these athletes, you know, and I love to see huge shout out to Karen. And the reason why I say this is because it's it's women like her or parents like her who still come back, even though their kids are gone. 
They didn't go, oh, my kid ain't there no more. I don't have to go. They still, that means a lot, right? I seen it at Jinx. You saw older people who have bought their tickets for years. Their kids are grown, married, got kids, you know, older kids who got kids. And yet they still come back and still support the community, the the the, um, the program. So, yes, Karen, huge, huge kudos to you for that. That means a lot to see even, you know, those who kids are graduating, they still come back. So. I know our our, our, so our volleyball team, USC, our volleyball team in the summertime when we're working out, they'll, they'll be on the field at seven something in the morning working out as well. I mean, th- those girls don't stop. Our coach Reed's done a great job with that right there, but they, they don't they don't stop as well. So, I mean, and you can't do anything with us without the band because, you know, the band keeps us hyped throughout the, throughout <laughs> the ball game and throughout the year. So that band has been wonderful. But I, I'm, I'm really proud of, of the community of DeSoto. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to live in the community of DeSoto because – our community is great. They come, they've come together and uh, they support, they support all our sports and they're, they're, they're big time behind us. And I, and I can't think that enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. So listen, this is Karen. Go ahead. Rah, rah. We're going to let you do your, your, your pom-poms and your, you got your pom-poms in your, and yet. <laughs> so look, this has been a great show. Thank you coach uh, for coming on, um, giving some enlightenment of what you guys are going through and how you guys are handling as a, a staff um, with your athletes. And even as a school, um, this has been good. I knew this was coming. She has been trying to get a hold of you, but I knew you were in football season. So this was like the perfect time to grab coach. And Irish, I tell you what, listen, y'all, if you haven't got a mask, I'm going to go hit up Miss Irisha Brown. She's over there killing it. She's she's designing, I mean, designer style. But, but start back in order next week. Oh, my God. Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Chanel. I'm like, I need to get me a pass. What? You know, give me something designed. But, look, she's over there. She's one of our first moms. So if you haven't seen her, um, she is one of our hosts. The reason why you haven't seen her is because she's been over there um, making masks for everybody to stay protected. So please show her some love because that's not easy, but she's doing it for the community. And yeah. so we give her mad kudos for that, you know. And um, so, yeah, this has been a great show, ladies, right? I mean, you look, all y'all DeSoto fans is coming on giving Coach mad props. Listen, up. Now, look, I wish I would have brought my second old. Sure is. That's right. When we moved here, but I didn't know. Check on Miss Rita Bell on there. I I tried to get you to come to the side. My second oldest, my son played football, but we didn't know anything. We just moved here. I just moved here from a, a previous divorce, and it was just us. So we ended up at Lake Highlands. So for him, it was frustrating because you come from a powerhouse like Jinx. Lake Highlands, no offense, but you come from a powerhouse like Jinx, and then he goes to Lake Highlands, and he's like, uh, "Ma, what is this?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I I didn't know." But if I would have known about DeSoto, then he'd have been one of them there. So that's good. That's that's my whole point. They gonna know. Yeah, they gonna know. I'm speaking it. I speak it in the power of the word. They gonna know. People are gonna know. 
And when they come to DeSoto, they need to come to make us better. It's not that we're perfect or anything, but we are building something here as a community. So when you come, just come on, bring all your edits to make us a better community so we can be represented on this world, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, I can't bring my daughter. She's in her junior year at uh, McKinney North playing basketball. So I already moved her from Richardson. I, you know, the NCAA won't let you move again. So sorry, yeah. DeSoto. Other than that, I put it out there with them powerhouse girls. <laughs> but one thing I just want to say to you, uh, Coach Mathis, first of all, I want to say you're always <laughs> welcome to come on the show yeah. and shoot the breeze with us. You're always welcome. Yeah. And then we uh, just want to say how we appreciate you as a coach. We know that, you know, it's not easy and you're dealing with a lot of kids and parents and playing time and all that kind of stuff. And nobody, sometimes you just need somebody to say, you know, you're doing a good job and we appreciate you. And that's what we want to tell you. You're doing a good job and we appreciate you. So before we go, Coach, I'm going to put you on the spotlight. Uh Uh-oh. What is the, we got a referee watching. What (laughs) is the nicest thing you've ever said to a ref? The nicest thing I ever said. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm ready to hear this because I've never heard a coach say that nice. So, what you say? I've honestly, I'll say great game because we won. So great game. Wait a minute, that's not the nicest because all coaches say great game. That don't even count, coach. Mm-mm. All coaches say great game. So, that's the only thing you said is great game. Oh Lord, y'all heard that right here. So that's okay. So all y'all coaches, that's the nicest thing y'all ever said. Great game. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. You got this is this has been. I'm not serious. This has been fun. I've heard about the show and everything. <laughs> this is really really fun. I mean, I wish I wish more, more coaches can experience what I just experienced. <laughs> Tell you this is really fun, ladies. You, you, you ladies have done a fantastic job. I've heard a lot. Of Look, coach, do great job, great like, job. All right, well, else. all right. So, what's she, <laughs> Irish? What's she saying? She was uh causing a lot of static, we couldn't hear Coach Mathis. Okay, she's back. So, all right, so listen, this is your girl Shannon at Can We Talk Sports? This has been great conversation, my, it's been fun. My computer went out. Oh, her computer went out. And so we have my host, Karen. And we have, I don't know if she can hear us. Arisha. Yeah. (laughs) There's a little delay. I can hear y'all. I can can hear y'all. It's just my my screen is. Come on, Rita. I see you, Rita. (laughs) So on 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 one, two, three, we're going to put up our DeSoto use. That's how we go in this show. One, one, two, three. Three, the sun. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Guys, appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.